Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Cry Like a Boy, a podcast in which we travel to five African countries to tell extraordinary stories of ordinary men defying centuries-old stereotypes. I'm Daniela Lavario. In the previous episode, we told you the story of Mamadou Alpha, a young Guinean man who went on a dangerous migration journey called Tunkan, or the adventure, to find success in Europe. In Guinea, this adventure is a rite of passage for some young men who see the hardships and experiences they have on this journey as essential to becoming real men. Those who survive and make it are treated as heroes, and those who fail are shamed by their communities. In Europe, the term adventure is often associated with great explorers, pioneers, and travelers hiking up mountains and sailing the great wide ocean to seek fortune. Our story this week starts in the French Alps, where young men like Mamadou are also crossing mountains. It's a different kind of adventure. It's a quiet winter night, and the snow is bright and crispy. We're at the Italian border, near the city of Briançon. This region has recently become a crossroad for illegal migrants from the Balkans, Middle East, or Africa seeking a better life in Western Europe. The temperature has dropped below zero. The tall mountains seem dark and threatening, but Juliette, a 22-year-old photography student, knows these trails very well. Together with other locals, she's looking for people who might have gotten lost or injured. Some nights we get down about 20 people, some nights no one. Juliet is part of the association Tous Migrants, an initiative which helps find the people who have been on the road for many days, sometimes months. Many of them have frostbite, some seriously injured. Most are exhausted. In her backpack, there's always a first aid kit, hot beverages, and candy bars. These people are not necessarily equipped for the cold. They don't always have hot drinks or food. We find people who are really cold. They haven't eaten much and have nothing to drink. 
Tusmic Grand was founded after the beginning of what politicians call the European migrant crisis in 2014. Europa als Ganzes muss sich bewegen. Die Staaten müssen die Verantwortung für asylbegehrende Flüchtlinge teilen. Die universellen Bürgerrechte Hundreds of thousands of people started arriving in Europe, gathering in huge migration camps in Greece or other parts of the continent. Many tried to escape these conditions, hoping to cross into Western Europe on foot. And Briançon, France, a city nestled in the Alps, has become one of the hubs for those who were injured or lost their way during their adventure and can't quite continue the trip. It's not acceptable for us to let people die in the mountains. We don't want our mountains to become cemeteries. It's just not possible. Since 2017, more than 12,000 people have gone through Refuge Solidaire, another NGO in Briançon, helping migrants with medical care, shelter, and papers. But settling down isn't that simple. We met with one of these migrant travelers in Gap, France, the largest city in the Hautes-Alpes a French region that borders Italy and famous for its sports culture and beautiful nature. My name is Silafana. I come from Guinea-Conakry, and I'm 18 years old. Fana left at a young age because he thought he'd find better opportunities in Europe. Apart from the family situation, when you see the political, the socio-economic situation of your country, even if you're a kid, you can still have some thoughts. You think to yourself, why this? Why us? You see that there are all these resources, but you are struggling. You don't live well. You live in misery. He decided to go on the adventure by traveling from Guinea to France. I left on my own at the age of 12. Can you imagine? It's crazy. I went to Mali from Guinea. I met some smugglers who actually take people from Mali to Algeria. In fact, I negotiated with them. I did all necessary things with them. I left like that from country to country until I got to France. Fana is from Conakry, Guinea. And like Mamadou, he went on the migration route to Europe. 
with one crucial difference. He made it to the other side and now lives in France. My family sees me as a hero. The others, maybe, who knows? But I don't know. There are many who are proud of you. There are also some who hate you because you have succeeded in your life. It's calm here. I've been living here for a few months, and I think, yeah. Fana is wearing sunglasses, comfortable grey pants, and a bright yellow hoodie. He seems confident and relaxed as we walk towards his apartment block. He's been living in Gap for two years, but he has only recently moved to this residential area. Fana is in an antenna, a kind of public boarding school where he's learning to be a caretaker for the elderly. Most of the time he sleeps at school, but during breaks he lives with a friend. Their small studio is in slight disarray. A double bed takes most of the room and there are travel pictures of several people on the walls, but none are Fana. You can tell that he doesn't spend much time in the apartment. But he doesn't mind. He hasn't had a steady home for a really long time. The adventure wasn't so easy for him. He says his family considers him a hero, except that he prefers to hide from them. For now. They haven't heard from me for a long time, and that's normal. I would prefer it that way. I prefer to hide well. When I have a better life, I'll see my brothers. I'll do what I can for the others, but for now, I have to focus on what I'm doing. According to UNHCR, despite the coronavirus pandemic, over 41,000 people arrived in Europe irregularly through Spain in 2020, undertaking the Mediterranean route. And Guineans were the second most numerous group of migrants from Sub-Saharan Africa after Malians. Anthropologist Julie Kleinman, author of the book Adventure Capital, says the desire to leave home in some West African cultures is a coming-of-age right, and succeeding means you're a man. In the 19th century, there are many documented cases of leaving one's village to become a man. In most of West Africa, leaving and migrating is a kind of initiation rite through which one becomes a man. Fana says that already at the age of 12, boys in Guinea feel like grown-ups. He feels helpless if he sees his mother struggle. Trying to get something to eat when he knows that he's a boy, he's the one who has to help his parents. I know families in Africa, even in Guinea, 
where a 13, 14-year-old child feeds the whole family. It's from the age of 12 that he starts to work. According to studies, poverty is generally one of the main drivers of migration from Guinea. The second is moving up the social ladder. Here's Guinean sociologist Dr. Abdullaye Wotem Sompare. The economic factor is there, but as it is, Guinea is not the poorest country nor the most unstable in the world, the country where there is war. So we must look for answers. Do people not want to migrate because they just want to get a promotion, a better social status? After getting a job there, they send money and build houses. We have even noticed that in villages where there is a lot of immigration, such as the sub-prefecture of Kolabui in Boke, the most beautiful houses belong to migrants living abroad who are now positively called diaspora, from diaspora. Many migrants say that getting the papers is the most difficult part. But for most, the hardships on the road to success have to do with finding a place in their host country's society. Here's Julie Kleinman again. The first and most serious way that the host country creates difficulties is through this economic marginalization that, of course, comes along with political in terms of having or not having papers on immigration rights. So they both take away rights of people by not allowing them to work legally. And even when they can work legally, they're very much kept in a particular role of the quote unquote unskilled migrant. And I do not agree with the word unskilled because most of these migrants will in fact gain a lot of skills while they're abroad. Fana finds that the adventure taught him a lot of things, and now that he's settled, he can pursue his passion, taking care of others. I'm a bit versatile. I can do a lot of jobs, several jobs, but I like this school. Julie Kleinman says that back home, working-class jobs like the one Fana is pursuing are often not considered manly enough, but migrants don't mind because they're living the adventure. And someday, they'll reach success. There's this famous saying um, in the Malian language, Bamanakan, which is Tungate Dambedon, meaning that exile has no dignity. So it, when you go abroad somewhere, you can do any kind of job. It's not going to be an assault on your, on your family's lineage or on your own dignity, uh, as it might be if you stayed in West Africa. Uh, because you can do any sort of job. They use these resources to remind themselves as well that they can do these jobs, which may be considered less dignified where they're from, um, but they can do them because they're on this migratory adventure. And they use, I think, that as a resource to overcome some of the attacks on their dignity that they experience to remind themselves that this is not necessarily the context that counts the most. The context that counts the most is still where they are from and in their communities, where their lineage and their dignity as a, as a man and as a person matters. There is no African market in Gap. To get the food he's used to, Fana has to go all the way to Marseille, a big port at the Mediterranean, 
Often, he and his friends would take a car and load it with Guinean spices, vegetables, and peanut butter. When we ask Fana about Guinea, he lights up. I miss everything about Guinea. My family, the life there, even if it's hard. But I like the life there, actually. It's hard, that's where I was born. The temperatures, the climate there, even the air. Despite homesickness, Fana doesn't want to go back. As we're walking towards the city center after the interview, he says that the adventure was the best school of life he had. The adventure has really helped me grow, in fact. You have to know that great men are not born this way. They become great. And that's my case. of Cry Like a Boy, as always, my co-host Kapotso Bodive will meet two guests and explore the world of the adventure globally. Cry Like a Boy is published every second Thursday. If you're new to our podcast, check out our previous episodes on the illegal miners of Lesotho. These men risk their lives every day and experience trauma from living months underground. In our documentary on the Banama Mainara, you can hear how these men are coping with that trauma of life in the mines. Have a listen, it's a gripping story. I, Daniela Lavario, will see you next time. In this episode, we used music by Basi Soko, with original reporting and editing by Makeme Bamba in Conakry, Guinea, and Naira Davlashian in Gap, France. Marta Rodriguez Martinez, Lilo Montalto Manella, and Arba Barcala in Lyon, Man Pea Diao in Nairobi, Laurie Martinez in Paris, France, and Clitia Sala in London, UK. Production design by Studio Ochenta. Theme by Gabriel Delmaso. Special thanks to our producer Natalia Olsner for collecting the music for this episode. Our editor-in-chief is Yasser Khan. For more information on Cry Like a Boy, a Your News original series and podcast, go to yournews.com forward slash programs forward slash cry dash like dash boy to find opinion pieces, videos, and articles on the topic. Follow us at Your News on Twitter and at yournews.tv on Instagram. Our podcast is available on CastBox, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like this episode, please give us five stars and leave a comment. We love reading those. Share with us your own stories of how you changed and challenged your view on what it means to be a man. Use hashtag CryLikeABoy. If you're a French speaker, this podcast is also available in French. Dans la tête des hommes.